All right, what up everybody? It is uh, Nathan Graham from That House Group, uh, just coming with you to have a few conversations that I seem to be having more and more these days. And one of those conversations are about housing prices. Uh, if you live in Durham or if you live in Ontario or Canada in general, we're really having a conversation about what's going on with the housing market. Now, one of the big things that we're talking about today, just for everybody listening, we're just talking about supply and demand here in Ontario right now. Uh, especially around the, uh, the Horseshoe, around Toronto, in Durham. I work out of Durham myself, into Peterborough, Port Humberland, or uh, North Humberland, all the rest. Um, so this may or may not apply to you directly with some of the examples, yet the underlying principle is going to apply to everybody across the board. All right, so let's get at it. We'll try to keep this to about 10 minutes, and then we'll be good to go. So when we talk about what's going on with housing prices, everything much like the old adage is the supply and demand. How much supply do we have versus how much demand? If we have more supply than demand, prices start going down. More demand than supply, prices go up, right? Now, in the real estate market, we also have these little blips that happen, right? And, and again, this is an opinion side. There's a lot of people that may disagree with me on this, and that's okay. We're allowed to disagree and we're allowed to converse. When I look at something like what's happening with our interest rates for a year ago, we were sitting at probably around 2%. Um, six months ago, before this crash happened, we're at about 3.25. Now you can probably get a variable around 4, uh, fixed around 5.2, give or take. Um, interest rates are definitely going to create uh, a blip in our market, right? So when we look at housing costs and the demand, uh, when a buyer has no clue what's going to happen next, then they get cautious and they want to hold back. It's very much like the stock market that way. When we have a lot of uh, downward pressure, um, it makes a lot of buyers a lot more cautious out there. And that makes complete sense. In the end, though, interest rates aren't going to dictate our entire market. We can have high interest rates and still a very, very active market. And this is something that we're already beginning to see. So, for example, the Bank of Canada raised rates a few months back and our market just stayed level. It started staying active. Uh, I just did a market analysis for someone out in the Scarborough area. We're already seeing multiple offers selling 100, 150,000 over asking. And, and my belief behind this is because we're finally beginning to see some predictability and some stability that's happening in the market. Inflation is now coming down. We're seeing that positive effect happen there. Um, supply chain issues are slowly being fixed, yet they're being fixed. This volatile market is, is basically becoming a lot more predictable and we're seeing a lot more future predictions. Now, here is another one of problems is, um, I don't know exa exact amount. I'm just gonna say Ontario immigration um, in, or it's a by 2025. I'm just Googling this right now. I know it's supposed to be a ton. So we're looking at adding 465,000 residents in 2023, 485,000 in 2024, and 500,000 in 2025. And the reason why this part's important is because I want to talk about supply and demand here. Generalizing. So there's exceptions to this rule, but just generally, we look across the board. A lot of builders bought their land in 2021, 2022 before we saw these decreases happen. It also happened during certain protest times and certain supply line times that all of a sudden cost. I don't know if you guys remember in 2021, lumber went right through the roof. And, and a lot of times they bought a lot of supplies at a high, high amount. And what we saw leading into 2022 when prices started to come down is townhomes that were selling for $9.95 are now selling for $7.50, yet builders didn't bring their prices down because they have profit margins they want to keep. And also a lot of builders that started projects 
are kind of finishing what they have and not extending on to it. And what this is leveling out to be is a massive supply and demand issue that we're going to foresee come to fruition. Now, that's to do with our population right now. If you look at 2022, that had to do with our current population. 2021, that was our, or sorry, 2021, 2020, that was our current population the way we see it. Now, we're looking at adding 1.5, give or take, million people to that um, over the next three years. Housing is going to be a massive, massive issue. So when we look at certain things, and I'm not saying I'm for or against this, when we're looking at certain things that, for example, the Conservative government in Ontario are doing by opening up green space land, that's to help solve this issue because in the end it doesn't matter what happens with interest rates it doesn't matter really what happens with policies um in the end people are going to buy these houses going to drive the market right up right and we are still not currently dealing with the supply issue that we currently have i would love to see the the federal government come out and say basically give massive tax breaks and so the federal and provincial government um, give massive tax breaks um, for anybody building semi-detached or townhomes or condos for builders and really incentivize um, a lot of affordable housing to go on. Now, hopefully, uh, if anybody ever listens to this around that, that's just my plan and I think an overall good idea. Now, what does this mean, though? This means by 2024, 2025 craziness is going to come back and i this is again just an opinion if i had a, a crystal ball i'd be a lot richer in a much bigger office right now with a lot more windows yet having said that the supply and demand issue is not being fixed right so it means by 2024 as soon as interest rates are now leveling off we're probably going to see another pretty big spike save something major happen but let's take a look at this 2024 number 2024 we have an election coming up in a year by 2025 on a federal level with a government that's currently overspending and that is for the people uh, apparently and so you're probably going to see some incentives come in around that right come 2024 2025 inflation is going to be a lot more in check we may see another minor increase come uh the new year in the first quarter yet in my belief we're going to just start settling down <laughs> excuse me we're going to start seeing that settle down right which means from now, pretty much until then, we're either going to stay stagnant in the market or we're going to start seeing increases, right? Now, the reason why I'm saying that part is if you are a buyer sitting on the fence, now is a good time to buy. Buy now. We're coming up to the end of November or December. Typically, it's a much slower market. Not as much competition is out there. It is a great time to get into the market. I'll be curious really what happens in this spring. I think we are going to start seeing that elevation in price happening again short of another big change right either way come 2024 maybe midway beginning midway through the spring market of 2024 i think we're going to start seeing the booms happen again in the housing market because again we're not dealing with housing we're not building enough houses right keep that number in mind 1.5 million new immigrants by 2025 that's a lot of housing that we need right so the reason why I wanted to do this little video is just to give everybody kind of this idea of what's happening. You're going to watch CP24. You're going to listen to global news and they're going to give, um, remember it's doom and gloom. It's fear. It's what sells newspapers. It's what sells advertisements. So take it with a grain of salt. There's enough truth in it that uh, allows them to, to put it forward, but they're trying to play off fears that are happening right now. I can tell you the advice to my buyers is get out and start buying real estate, buy dirt, um, Heck, even if we do see a, a decrease, if we see a 5 or 6% decrease um, between now and, say, the spring market, if it doesn't come out as prediction, the long term in real estate is still going to be a win. On the second side note to that, if you're worried about interest rates, and I do believe come 2024, maybe the end, like Q3, Q4, 2023, we're probably going to see interest, interest rates come, start coming down. 
get a one or two year mortgage. Uh, we have a lot of great mortgage brokers out there and a lot of great lenders um, in the big top banks that are able to do a one or two year mortgage. That way you're not locked in as you start to see it come down. And all, there's always a variable rate option that we can discuss. A conversation is always free. And this is really, um, if you take anything out of this, you can call myself. Uh, if you scan that QR code uh, there, um, it'll give you all my contact information directly to me. You can talk to myself, you can talk to mortgage lenders. Um, a conversation is always free. You shouldn't feel pressure to buy anything or make a move. There's no sales tactics involved. This is just a conversation about what Sorry, apparently my camera unplugged. So I apologize to anybody who just missed that. What I was basically saying, uh, gotta love technology, is that a conversation is always free. Um, please reach out to great mortgage brokers, reach out to um, your realtor, reach out to myself if you don't have a realtor. Um, we shouldn't be pressuring you to buy or sell anything right now. It's just a good conversation to have. The last point I'm going to say is if you are in the market and you're like, well, now's a bad time to sell. If you're going to buy again, remember, you're already in the market. You're already part of the wave. If your home is now dropped $100,000 and you're worried about selling, the home you're going to buy has also dropped $100,000. If your home goes up $100,000 and the home you're going to buy is going up $100,000. Now, there are some caveats to that, which I'm going to get into a different video when we talk about first-time home buyers versus acreage, property, cottages, um, all the rest when it comes to these slowdowns in the markets. And we'll talk about that in another video. Anyways, everybody out there, man, uh, get into real estate, buy dirt. This is a great investment. It is your future. It changes lives. Um, you can do multiple, like you can do your home, not even if you're not a first-time home buyer for as little as 5% down. And even some banks have an exception on that one. Uh, just very quickly, some banks have it. If it's gifted by a family for the 5% down, they'll give you 5% back on closing. And that way you can pay back the family and they're not out what they're looking for. So there's a lot of great programs we can talk about. Reach out. My name is Nathan Graham. Um, even if you're not currently in my market, I can get you a great realtor in your market. Love to help you out. Everybody have a great day and enjoy uh, American Thanksgiving to all my American friends and enjoy the weekend. Have a good one.